Welcome to The Works. I'm Ben Che. And I'm Ben Pelletier. And we're devoting the whole of this week's show to one of the most significant events in the world's art calendar, and one that rolls around every two years, the Venice Biennale. Initiated by Venice's City Council, the first biennial national artistic exhibition was held in 1895. 120 years later, and looking forward in time, the theme of the 56th International Art Exhibition at this year's Biennale, curated by Okwe and Wazor, is All the World's Futures. It includes works by 138 artists from 53 participating countries. Apart from that central exhibition, the Biennale includes works in 89 official national pavilions, 30 of which are located in the main exhibition area, the Giardini. In the first of two programs dedicated entirely to the Biennale, we're looking at a few of the 44 collateral events, for one reason or another not presented as official national participations, including artists from Hong Kong, Taiwan, India and Pakistan. In the second part of this week's show, Indian artist Shilpa Gupta and Pakistani artist Rashid Rana present a joint exhibition critiquing the idea of borders, and Taiwan's Wu Tianqiang reflects on the limits of patriotism. But we begin with Hong Kong, which first took part in the Biennale with the support of the Arts Development Council in 2001. This year, artist Dung Gin Hua has been selected to represent the SAR with The Infinite Nothing. Since the days of the Grand Tour in the 17th century, Venice has drawn overseas tourists and art lovers. Today, fewer than 60,000 people live here, but up to 80,000 tourists a day visit. Most are here to see art and architecture from the days of the city-state's greatest glory and influence, the Middle Ages and the Renaissance. Once every two years since 1895, up to 300,000 extra visitors come here to see art that reflects the modern world. This year's 2015 Venice Biennale is running for six months, from May to November. The theme of its central exhibition in the Giardini Central Pavilion is not just today but also tomorrow. All the world's futures. The Venice Biennale is both an international and a national event. The central exhibition brings together artists from all over the world in one themed exhibition. While in 89 national pavilions and in 44 collateral events, nations and other regions from Albania to Zimbabwe come to put their best cultural foot forward. Among the collateral events this time and representing Hong Kong is an exhibition by Hong Kong's own Zhang Ginhua, The Infinite Nothing. The Venice Biennial specifically, of course, is the unique place to use because it's the only sort of global exhibition where you actually, as a nation, or in our case as an SAR, uh, can uh, control the exhibition situation. 
So from a Hong Kong perspective, I think that's what we can offer, and we can offer the expertise. That was very important for us in the discussions about the choice of artists, that it was an artist that was distinctly different from Lee Kit. So people wouldn't get the idea that, oh, Hong Kong art always looks in a certain way, that we have a very wide spectrum of artists who work in very different mediums and styles and so forth. I think a quality with Tanking Wa's work is that there is something that is quite strong visual with it. It is quite immersive and suggestive. Tanking Wa works with a highly orchestrated experience. It's like a symphony almost, with its different stages also that you walk through. M-Plus's curatorial team, Lars Nitva, Dorian Chong, and Stella Fong have been researching for and preparing this year's Biennale presence since July 2014. Dorian and Stella have worked closely with Deng Ginghua for the past 10 months. Knowing that Deng is reluctant to appear in front of a camera, they feel that as curators, it is part of their job to speak for him. Hong Kong exhibition space in Venice is a very peculiar space. It is a ground floor um, of a residential building that opens out to a courtyard. You can say that all four works were designed and made specifically for the site. The artist was very clear that he wanted to turn the courtyard into an interior space. Um, so what you experience when you walk in there, suddenly day turns into night, and because of the projection of the image, which is a flowing river, on the solid ground, the solid ground turns into a river, and outdoor space originally turns into an interior space. So this kind of disorientation and almost a confusion was very much part of the experience that the artist wanted the viewers to have. But in addition to them, another philosopher like Heraclitus, um, who's famous for this quote that says, you cannot step into the same river twice, because the river always changes. You also change. So that's a very important source for, for instance, the first piece. That's the image of river. It's not all Western sources that he derives his symbols and metaphors for his work. He also talks about Taoist or other Asian religious notions, such as karma, as part of his work as well. All of these things come together in a sort of, you can say, digestive form in his brain, <laughs> and then uh, expressed in his artistic work. Because 
慢慢慢慢咧變咗一個拼貼畫咁。咁佢不斷喺唔同嘅範疇嗰度咧，其實攞佢嘅靈感，跟住將佢咧就拼貼咗喺佢嘅成個一個裝置上面。佢話喺拱門，佢諗到嘅想法咧，就係佢覺得其實有少少似基督教嗰種啊，你做好嘢行善啦，咁你跟住咧就慢慢會去天堂啊，慢慢行上去咧就係一個樂土。對佢嚟講咧，其實基督教可能係活在當下，因為你係盼望緊一個未見到嘅一個未來。其實係有個隱喻喺度，佢集嘅時候咧，其實佢留翻兩個梯級，好似係上得到佢，但係其實佢又覺得上唔到去。佢好想即係成個展覽係關於無盡虛無，即係其實佢不斷係講緊你採一個好重要嘅學説，永結回歸 （eternal recurrence）。因為 eternal recurrence 就話其實人生就係不斷咁樣循環不息咁樣去誒發現，跟住自我質疑，跟住你又再打破咗，跟住又再重新去到另一個境地。但係最後咧，起點就等於終點，終點亦都等於另一個起點。Next to San Marcos Square and connected to the Doge's Palace by the Bridge of Sighs is the Palazzo delle Priogini, or Palace of Prisons. People were once locked up here. Today, it's more often the site of classical music concerts, and during this biennale, home to a solo exhibition of work by Taiwanese artist Wu Tianchang. As with Hong Kong's exhibition, Taiwan's is a collateral event. As a condition for its entry into the 2001 biennale, the People's Republic of China demanded that organizers demote Taiwan's nation status to that of a collateral participant. Since then, national identity and national isolation have played a large part in Taiwan's presentations. Wu Tianchang's "Never Say Goodbye" is no exception, as figures in still images and video shift from a gaudy propagandist optimism to a sense of despair and loss. It's a dialogue with Taiwan's own past, as well with the history of the exhibition space. 我创作的东西很多都是表象是一个欢乐的或者是鲜艳的视觉、华丽的视觉，但是它隐藏着一个比较黑暗的、空洞的那种心理状态。鬼魅是来自于那个精神性的状态。我觉得这是一种视觉的张力，就是说你用的两个意象，两个意象是对立的，在这两个对立的中间有一条缝。那我作品就是洋溢的这种，把生死的两端用一个中间那个临界点，它的张力是，是我喜欢的。所以我的视觉如果说可以感染人的话，就是因为它在那一条缝里头
For two of the five works on show, Wu has converted his earlier two-dimensional photography works, Our Hearts Beat as One, and Blind Men Groping Down the Lane into Lightbox Installations. Again, behind the smiles and flamboyance, there is darkness, a sense of loss, and of the limitations of mortality. Pimon掉过来，就是说，人类在刚出生的时候，做一个婴儿，他的眼睛还没打开，还没对应这个世界，没有认知的时候，他是透过皮肤去感受母亲给他的爱。所以说皮毛其实就是人类的第一层性器官，但是同样的皮毛也是一种修复创伤的一个修复的机制。今天如果烫伤了，你被火烧伤了，你必须去植皮。所以我们觉得我的皮毛带的伤痕就是台湾近
Shilpa Gupta has been working on a series of works that includes installations, video, photography, performance, drawing, and text-based pieces, called Untitled. The series is the result of over four years of research in the India-Bangladesh borderlands. Her pieces highlight the sometimes absurd contradictions and inconsistencies of the national boundaries and the conflicting values either side of them. Among the works in Venice, a performance-based installation called 998.9 is a reference to a 3,400-kilometer barbed wire fence border between India and Bangladesh. The work incorporates 3,394 meters of hand-woven cloth made by people from Fulia, a town on the India-Bangladesh border. There has been much controversy over the border, which at some points passes through villages or even buildings. Over 500 people have been killed by Indian forces for crossing it. In one piece, Gupta invites visitors to take an envelope, which they can only open after moving 150 yards away. That's the distance from the zero line between the countries within which any construction was banned according to the 1974 Indo-Bangladesh Boundary Agreement. She says that the way nationality divides people saddens her, and she hopes one day it will be no more than a category on a form. We focus too much on the present and, you know, nation states, uh, the oldest nation, for example, is only 200 years old. That's not so much in terms of time. Human beings go back far, far, far beyond that. Rashid Rana, who lives and works mostly in Lahore, Pakistan, looks at the idea of the border through works in which time and location are displaced, or in which small individual parts can make up a very different whole. In some works, very contemporary images and video make up classical paintings. I just wanted to make work which can, uh, you know, be uh, admired or uh, engaged by uh, not just the art crowd, but a bit of a wider audience. And for that, I use visual strategies which can seduce visitors and the viewers. What I want them to engage with is the disparity or the relationship between the micro and the macro. But in this case, the smaller fragments are also belong to the same macro image, which is David's painting. And as far as the technique of using uh, micro videos to, is concerned, Caravaggio's painting, with the help of YouTube footage, first came to my mind. I was just going through lots of lots of videos, and I picked two categories of uh, videos. One which is based on real-life footage, such as clips from CCTV camera footage or media reportage. This is all real life. Or the other category is uh, something that comes from fiction and fictional, which is from film. I mixed these clips from fictional uh, and, and in real uh, backgrounds and amalgamated them to create this uh, Caravaggio's piece over here. In another work, viewers in a room in Venice come face to face in real time with viewers in a room in Lahore and in a three hour different time zone. What time is it there? 
this idea of displacement of time and location is uh, crucial to this project. Viewer having to experience themselves, seeing the reflection of your own room, but then finding out that the room that you're looking at is actually not the same room, but it's a room that I've created in another continent in Lahore, where people walk in expecting that they will see some art, but they end up seeing each other and, and the difference between the viewer and the viewed and the act of viewing is, is challenged. The Venice Biennale, with its mixture of international exhibitions and visitors with national pavilions and nationalistic exhibitions, can't help but showcase the dialogue between what divides and what unites humanity, and artists in particular. For many artists, the hope is that in the end, Art will help to transcend and create empathy more than it will separate. The idea is that we live in, in the world when it's an age of nation states. The political borders are very hard. I think it's great that we do not just have our India or Pakistan separate pavilions and we can represent the region. These are just small steps but it can have an effect in the long run. And I think I do believe in the power of art.